0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, October 9th, 2020. I'm Rich DiRofolino. The Wall Street Journal reports that, according to sources, AMD is in talks to buy the chipmaker Xilinx in a deal that could be valued at over $30 billion. The deal could reportedly be finalized by next week, although sources say negotiations previously have stalled before recently restarting. Xilinx is a maker of FPGAs, reprogrammable chips currently used in early 5G rollouts, military communications, radar systems, and increasingly in specific machine learning applications. Back in 2015, Intel acquired the prominent FPGA maker Altera for $16.7 billion. Oracle and Google argued their case over the Java API in front of the U.S. Supreme Court Wednesday. Justice Stephen Breyer appeared to lean toward Google. Several other justices, including Chief Justice Roberts, were sympathetic with Oracle's copyright claims. Justice Gorsuch raised questions about whether appeals courts were sufficiently deferential to a jury finding in Google's favor. A decision is expected by the end of June. AMD announced its Ryzen 5000 series processors for desktops, the first to feature the Zen 3 architecture. AMD says there's a 19% increase in instructions per cycle and a higher max boost speed. The the top-of-the-line Ryzen 9 5950X model has 16 cores, 32 threads, and a max boost speed of 4.9GHz for $799. All Ryzen 5000 series chips will be available November 5th, starting at $299 at the entry level. AMD also announced the Radeon RX 6000 Big Navi graphics cards will be announced October 28th. The Pakistan Telecommunications Authority announced that it banned TikTok in the country, citing the circulation of videos it deemed immoral and indecent. The regulator said this comes after it received a number of complaints about the app and said that it would be open to reviewing the decision if TikTok implemented satisfactory mechanisms to moderate unlawful content. The Verge obtained an internal Microsoft memo that outlines hybrid workplace guidance for when the company fully reopens its offices after COVID-19 restrictions are lifted. This new guidance allows employees to freely work from home for less than 50% of their work week and for managers to approve permanent work-from-home status. Those opting for permanent remote work will give up assigned office spaces, but will still be able to use touchdown spaces when coming into work at Microsoft offices. Employees can also relocate domestically with approval if working remotely, though compensation will still be tied to Microsoft's GeoPay scale. Flexible working hours will also be available without needing manager approval. Some roles, like hardware labs, data centers, and in-person training, will not be eligible for permanent remote work. Business Insider reports that, according to sources, Microsoft's Xbox chief Phil Spencer told employees that the company plans to bring Game Pass to iOS and iPadOS through a direct browser-based solution. Spencer targeted 2021 as a potential release schedule for the service on the platform. Spencer also reportedly said Game Pass was coming to Windows 10 PCs next year as well. Apple will extend all current Apple TV Plus subscriptions that end by November 1st to run through January 31st, 2021 at no extra charge. This includes subscriptions that came free for a year with the purchase of a new Apple device last autumn. Seven central banks, including the U.S. Federal Reserve and European Central Bank, as well as the Bank of International Settlements, published a report outlining foundational principles of a central bank digital currency, or CBDC. This includes three main principles— that issuing a CBDC must not compromise monetary or fiscal stability, it must coexist and complement existing forms of money, and promote innovation and efficiency. Outside of this, the report also outlined core features of a potential CBDC, ease of use, low or no cost to end users, convertibility with cash, and continuous availability. None of the central banks committed on whether to issue digital currency. YouTube confirmed the platform is experimenting with integrating shopping tools in videos, It began asking creators to tag and track products featured in videos. This will ultimately be used to link the items to shopping tools, allowing users to buy items directly in the app. It's unclear how YouTube will monetize these purchases. YouTube is also testing an integration with Spotify for selling items on the site. Android and Wear OS are getting an accessibility feature called Sound Notifications that will listen for 10 noises, including baby sounds door-knocking, beeping appliances, running water, or alarms, and send a push notification, vibration, or flash a light. It will also describe what noise it detects and display it in a timeline of noises. The machine learning works offline, on-device. Google has offered Go variants of its app for low-powered devices, designed to use less storage and memory. This week, Google published Gmail Go on the Play Store, available now on all devices. The app offers a virtually identical layout to the standard Gmail app, but carries a red Go badge in the icon, doesn't feature Google Meet integration, and some UI elements use white outlines rather than shadows to separate some fields. The app also appears to limit frame rates, so scrolling is a bit more laggy. Google has published other Go apps to the Play Store, with now only Assistant Go and YouTube Go not available to all users. And finally, Roku announced that its free ad-supported streaming service, the Roku Channel, is now available on Fire TV devices in the U.S. This includes Amazon Fire TV streaming devices, smart TVs, and sound bars. Just like the launch of the Roku Channel on mobile, the service won't require an account to stream content. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.